0: You are now listening to the Conversation Room Podcast with Reese Elise. Step into the Conversation Room because we have a lot to talk about. Enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Conversation Room Podcast with Reese Elise. I have a very special person on the line. She is an author as well as co co-fo- founder of Melanin Mimosas, correct?
1: The founder, she. Hey.
0: The <laughs> oh, just yes, Okay, well, she. Okay, well, let's just say she's the founder of Melanin and <laughs> Melanin and Mimosa. We have
1: Miss Sierra on the line. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> How are well, you? I'm doing great. I'm glad to be able to be in this virtual space. Um, and you know, especially after a long day, it's like this is decompressing. This is therapy. So I'm glad to be here.
0: Oh, awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, joining me. Um, And a little backstory on how her and I met. I saw an event on Eventbrite uh, for her organization, and I thought it was really interesting. But me, not being a person that I am, wasn't reading, okay, I thought it was an event that was in Houston. Not even knowing, not even knowing that there were women, like, all over that attended your event, and the event is awesome, and we're going to get into that in just a little bit. So, uh, attend the event, loved everything, uh, that was going on, everything that she did, it was awesome. It was just so good to just meet other people, you know, especially in other states that I probably would never meet, you know, and also meeting you, so it was- I said, I got to bring her on because first of all, I want to talk about her group and I want to talk about you. I want to talk about it all. So for people who do not know who you are, just tell them a little about yourself.
1: Absolutely. So my name is Sierra Javay Tamiza Gordon. Um, I go by Cece. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And um, I wear several hats. I guess the ones to run off quickly is I am a spoken word artist. Um, I teach, I teach poetry to young folks, and I am the founder of Melanin and Mimosas. I am the co-founder of an organization called Black Greek Poets. Um, I am the Poet Laureate of Richmond, California, which is uh, where I was raised. That is my home, my love. Um, And I'm an author. I've been writing for several years. I've been competing nationally for eight years. and I don't know how to say no. That's a, <laughs> a thing that I'm dealing with now because I love to be a part of things. I work as the media arts and culture manager for a youth center in Richmond. Um, in addition to that, I also work for an organization called Richmond Land as their homecoming artist and residence. And in addition to that, I work as a tribe leader for an African camp called Camp Akili. Um, so yeah, several hats uh do a lot of stuff but melanoma mimosas is my baby um it's coming up on two years and so we'll we'll get into all of the fun stuff but that is a little bit about who i am
0: awesome i love it i love it i love the fact that you wear so many hats and and that's that's important um because as as black women they you know it's just this one stigma about us and that we're angry You know, and uh, we're going to talk about that because I kind of want to touch on a little bit about uh, Kamala in the presidential debate. So going back to Melanie and Mimosa, how did this get birthed? Like, how did this come about? I am so curious to know.
1: Yes. So in wow 2018 which isn't that long ago but feels so long ago because of all the things that are happening um really i guess the year before that i took a trip to new york i went to afropunk with some friends and we were just in awe of like what look at all of this beauty this love this fashion this just all of the just soaking it all in and we were like why don't we have this at home why don't we have community and space for black women in particular together um, to talk about everything, to talk about our joy, but also to talk about our anger, to talk about the issues that we have with each other, the issues we have with black men. And so really just starting to cultivate the conversation. Um, and so in 2018, in October, um, I invited 15 black women into my very small apartment living room. <laughs> and I was like, cool, so we're gonna have some mimosas. One of my homegirls cooked. It was like, all right, we're gonna make it, we're gonna make it what it can be. Um, and from there, it really took off from being able to have conversations, um, different themes for each conversation. And a lot of it for us is like, it's rooted in healing, right? Like at the end of the day, it's about our healing, and healing is not this beautiful artistic thing all the time. And so we wanted to create a space that allowed folks to process in different ways. And with that, we've done sip and paints. We've done speed dating events. We've done events for uh, Kwanzaa, so really educating folks on our culture and our community. Um, and then we have an entire series that is called Can We Go to War Together?, and that's when we invite black men into the conversation to talk about you know what are the issues between black men and black women? Can we actually go to war together? Can we show up for one another? Um, and so that's kind of the gist of the birthing of all of the fun things that occurred and there there are other folks on the team um, everybody got a whole bunch going on in their life um but who I will share uh her name is Michaela and she is our social media chair and holds it down and she's a new mommy um to my knees so she's also taking a break but yeah so that that's all of the the components of our beautiful baby
0: I love it I love it and and just hearing the inspiration behind the organization is so wonderful because when I went to Essence Fest, my first time going to Essence Fest was, ooh, I was in college. I had to be like a sophomore or something. So they had to be like 2012. Oh my God, it was such a beautiful thing. Like to be in a space where there are, well, first of all, I went to HBCU, so I I seen so many different people that look just like me. You know what I mean? Even though we all came from all types of walk of life, but it was just still so good to just be around your black people. And going to Essence Fest, oh my God, that was like on another level. I went that one time and I've been back ever since, like every single year except this year. Like, when they canceled this year, I was so sad. I was so sad because Essence Fest is just something that you just look so forward to going. Like, you plan in advance. Like, once you check out th- that year, the next year, you you book in your room, okay? That's how it is. Like... Uh, so I'm, I'm so glad to, to, to see this because this is something that I want to be a part of. This is something that I want to share with my friends and my siblings and my cousins for them to be a part of, because it is so important for us to have our own space where we truly understand each other. So I, I, I love that now. Um, so how, how often do you have your, your meetings? How often do you put those out?
1: Yeah, so typically they're every third Sunday and there are some differences just based on holidays or if folks are out of town or whatever it is. But typically we try to do it once a month and then we invite men into it every other month.
0: That's awesome. So are the men like, are they like re- very receptive of, of coming in to, to, to the space and, ha- and having these real dialogue conversations?
1: It has been a very special experience. (laughs) Um, Honestly, the work for me was who are the men in my life that I trust to hold the conversation and then who are the men that they trust to be willing to to be in it and struggle, right? So I had to make sure that there were men that um, wouldn't like step over us or speak over us and respected me um, so that when other men came in who weren't, necessarily on that track, um, could communicate with other men to be like, okay, but we're not doing that in this space. And um honestly, they've been really incredible conversations. Like there are definitely moments where it gets a little heated and then I gotta, you know, I'm a Leo, so I'm very extra, very dramatic all over the place. <laughs> and so I'll be quick to be like, hello. This is my space, um, but it really exactly. hasn't. Had to, you know, exactly. and it hasn't had to be too much of that. Um, but you know, the conversations are real. Like women, we have to listen to what they're saying. Whether we agree or not, and I think that that's been a huge learning lesson for me because I'll be quick to be like, I don't want to hear I don't want to hear I don't want to hear because you're stupid and you're this. And, <laughs> and it's like, it can't be that because we'll continue to feel like we're going to war against each other versus being in a, a continuous or being on the same team. Um, So it's been really therapeutic and very challenging. But I think at the end of the day, the way that the events are cultivated, especially when they were in person, it was really around like, how do we end on love, right? We can start wherever we can talk about all the things that are going to come out, but we have to end on love because we have to come back to the conversation at some point. So definitely grateful for those conversations.
0: Well, let me tell you, I am looking so forward to joining the next conversation with the men because I have a lot to say, okay? I have a lot to say. I want to know. You know, I saw this post on Instagram that said, um, with men, you can't text them multiple times, like asking the question, because I guess their thought process don't work as quick as ours. So you have to send them one question at a time and let them answer that question and then you move on to your next question because I, I used to be like that i used to say do you love me why you love me what is this what what can i change about me and and listen he barely answering the first question so <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so I, i'm looking i'm looking forward to to um to joining that now for people that want to get involved with melanin mimosas how can they get involved with that
1: yes how can they they,
0: how can they attend one of the zoom calls
1: definitely so definitely go to our instagram which is just melanin underscore mimosas underscore and you'll find us with all the information Um, and if you want to get on the email list serve you can always dm us i believe on our instagram is my personal instagram as well so you can always connect with me uh via email text, whatever, I'd be on all the things all the time because all of the jobs are on all the things. <laughs> uh, but yes, we want to like the, the beauty of being in the midst of this chaos is that we actually get to kick it with folks all around the world. Uh, who are joining these conversations at first it was like cool i got a couple folks from la that are tuning in but now it's like we in houston (laughs) one of my closest friends is in maryland so it's like we get to actually bring the larger black community together to have these dope fly ass conversations and we laugh and we dance and it's just a space for women until we invite the men's to give y'all opinion or whatever. <laughs> but no, we hold y'all in love as well. And so, yes. So follow us on Instagram. And if you have questions, you can always hit me up.
0: I love it. I love it. And then it also, you know, another, another beautiful thing about, about Melanin Mimosas is it gives you the opportunity to meet people, to network. And that's what I'm all about. And I tell people, you know, I hear people say, oh, my circle will always be small. No new friends. Like, girl, stop it stop <laughs> it like you need to you need to invite healthy good good energy into your circle because you just never know who that person might know who that who who that who your name your name could end up in like wonderful people you know rooms just because you met a new person so that's one of the beautiful things that I love about melanin mimosas because now I didn't gain a friend Who I'm going to keep in touch with, who I'm going to bring back on the podcast (laughs) just to talk. Now, okay, so now while I have you here, I just kind of want to shift gears. Um, Did you watch the presidential, the vice presidential debate?
1: I watched a little bit of it. It was a little, I have a lot of feelings about it. But also, I watch all the memes, and people, you know, the memes tell it all. (laughs)
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. I was listening to um, The Breakfast Club yesterday and today, and um, Charlotte Man kind of made a, a, a really valid point. Um, he said that, you know, he wished that Kamala would have came, would have just came as her normal self. Because mm-hmm. no matter if we, no matter if we withhold, like, if we withhold ourselves and we act a certain way, we're still going to get talked, talk about, you know, we're still going to get labeled as, as that angry black woman. Right. So I want to ask you, why do you think it's so important for us black women to just really come in the room and truly, truly be ourselves? Now I'm not saying that we have to twist our hands and roll our neck and all of that, but we, we, what, what some of them don't understand, we express ourselves different. You know, all of us are not the same. So how I express myself might be different how you express yourself. Me, I talk with my hands. I talk with my hands all the time. It's nothing personal. It's just something that I do. (laughs) That's how I get my point across, you know. (laughs) But um, why do you think it's just so important for for us to just fully give our fully true, genuine self in a room full of people that do not understand us?
1: Absolutely. I mean, first of all, we deserve our own authenticity. We give the world everything from music to food to fashion to everything. You want all the good things, but you don't want to take the rest, right? I deserve to be 100% authentic in any room that I walk into um, but that really reminds me of um, the MLK quote, you know, like, I fear that I've led my people into a burning house, right? So this idea that we've been trying to assimilate into white culture and white society, right? But that's a, that's a burning house. Like, I'm not going to change who I am. And you know what I'm saying? Like, try to go into this, whatever y'all got going on, um, just to feel accepted into something that is broken, Right. Instead, um, why why don't I get to be my fly, authentic self, right? Um, especially in like, especially in terms of like everything that Kamala is dealing with. Like, like you said, they're going to respond how they're going to respond. It doesn't matter what you're going to do. We have been gaslit as Black women for literally ever. <laughs> so it's like, Forever. if you side eye, or somebody assumes that you side eye, that's a whole article the next day. Well, you know, she made this face and da 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 da. And at the end of the day, like, we we die so much faster when we allow folks to put us in boxes and know you can't do this, you gotta do this. Code switching is different. Code switching is knowing multiple languages. Cool, I know how to do that. I know how to show up in certain settings, right? Um, But it doesn't mean that I have to leave my blackness or my womanhood behind in those spaces, right? Um, And so I just, I feel like, you know, the creator made me, all of this. And so y'all gonna get all of this. <laughs>
0: exactly. 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 I, I recently left a um, a job. I mean, hell, girl, I don't even work in the most. I don't even care. Girl, I left the city of League City and that place, when, after I left Sierra, I never knew how much trauma hmm. I had until after I left that job because it wasn't until I started my new job, I was I stayed up all night because I was so worried on if they were gonna like me, um, how should I do my hair because I don't want them to say anything about my hair, Uh, how often I should change my hair, what should I wear, how should I walk, how should I talk because at my last previous job, Girl, every time I done anything, worn anything, something was said. Oh my God, what is this? Is this a weave? How did you put this in? How did you do this? How, oh my God, you wear your natural hair? Oh no, you can't be on camera because you, you, just, you just don't have the look. Like, I mean, I left, I mean, that's a whole other conversation. I saw this podcast, but <laughs> I, I left that job with so much trauma and, and crying every night. Because I'm trying to fit in with a group of people who, who lost themselves. They're lost. They are lost. They don't know if they coming or going. So I, I, I love your answer. It was, it's just, I mean, to all black girls that's out there listening, just please just be yourself because they're going to talk about you anyway. It don't even much matter. Absolutely
1: <laughs> true.
0: It does not matter. But okay, so I want to talk about your book because you are an author. So let's talk a little bit about that and how did that come about?
1: Okay, I got it. I'm prepared, sort of. Yay, my baby! Oh, cute. <laughs> and so, and then I made this is uh, there's a hardcover and this is a soft cover, and this one actually has a picture of me and my mom's.
0: Oh, beautiful.
1: Me. Um, so this book, um, and this is my fourth book um i've written chat books and things like that through undergrad and grad school but this one was like this is my like real official um book and so it's called unto ivy's rib and it is literally dedicated to my now eight-year-old baby sister who lives in vegas um and the subtitle is uh, a map of poetry to guide you into yourself right so this mm-hmm. idea that um you know, like we need stories of other people to nurture us as we move through really painful parts of our lives. And so the reason why I titled this Unto Ivy's Rib is I grew up in the church, you know, super spiritual, Christian, all of that. Um, so the idea that, you know, like Eve came from Adam's rib and da, 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 da. Um, and, and it just, it always bugged me growing up because there was this notion of like, you know, women can't live without men. y'all came from my rib. But my interpretation is we broke y'all to be created. Okay? So who has more power now? <laughs> but really this idea of like, you don't come from anybody's rib, right? You are a creation of your own and your one goal in life is not to get a man. If you do it, beautiful love is great right but that's not the end-all be-all and I think growing up it sometimes felt like damn like okay I have I have degrees and people are still asking me when I'm getting married you know what I'm saying like
0: girl it's work
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, when you were you having kids yes and it's hard because i'm like i I want all of that you know what i'm saying i want to be married i want to be a mom all of that but that's just not where i'm at right now so stop asking me (laughs) and so really this book was around like how do i give these stories to my sister for when she's old enough to understand, like these are the different things that you're gonna go through, um, but you can be whatever you wanna be. There are no limitations on you as a black girl. It's gonna be some challenges, but there are no limitations. And I think the special thing about this book in particular was um, this was my intro to my family um, of my own sexual trauma. Um, so when I was seven, I experienced sexual abuse within the church. Um, and I never told anybody. I didn't tell mom, dad, nobody. And then I wrote this book and there's a couple poems about it and I was like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta tell my family (laughs) what you know about these different things and so it really was therapy because it allowed me to actually have these one-on-one, heart-to-hearts with folks um, that was like extremely painful for me. You know, it was like I, I would so much rather take this to the grave but um, I became so much more alive and was no longer weighed down by something that happened to me as a child you know what I'm saying and so it just this book means a lot to me it talks about there's seven different chapters that talk about different aspects but the last one really talks about my Christianity and my faith and like what was that like and how did I come to choose God for myself and a lot of that had to do with my grandparents and you know uh, traveling and getting to meet folks and understanding different parts of who I am and why God gave me the life that he gave me and this book is is my testimony to folks and particularly to my baby sister so yeah,
0: I love it I love it and and that's just that's just kind of crazy because we do have a, a similar story. Um, I have moved from church to church to church to church. And there was this one particular church that I was attending when I was going to school. And it just seemed like now I had a, a, like an associate pastor to hit on me. And I had a drummer to hit on me as well as the guitarist. And all three of them are married. And you will think that, but you know, it it wasn't just me. It wasn't just me. They were doing this to a lot of women. But the thing, the thing is it came from the head, you know. The pastor was cheating on his wife. And it just came out as a scandal. Um, and girl, he he was a mayor. I mean, it was it was a lot. It was a lot. He he oh. Yeah. It oh. was a whole, it was a whole scandal. And I just You know, I just really want people to understand um, just because you attend a church don't necessarily mean that it's perfect. Because church has (laughs) a lot of churches have flaws and see that that what really makes people turn away from God. You know, because they're thinking like, "Oh, these people, they're just gonna do this to me and do that." I mean, that's that's not God. You know what I mean? And that's why I feel like a lot of you know, especially people our age, millennials, are turning into are turning towards virtual online church. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because one, we're in our own space where we're safe, and then two, we can really get that that good word of God. So um I'm so glad that you overcame that and and it got to a point where I had to share what happened to me did I want to know because people judge like oh you will marry me listen I didn't come to him he came to me
1: right talk
0: about I love it I love it I'm 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 going to purchase your book speaking of that where can people um purchase your book
1: Yes, so you can go on lulu.com and literally just type in Unto Ivy's Rib. Lulu is just l-u-l-u.com. Or you can go on Amazon um, and type in the same thing, Unto Ivy's Rib. Um, Or you could find me on Instagram at Sierra Javay and get it from me and I will write you a personal note. Um, But yes, there are all the ways. Um, And I wanted to just add quickly um, just this idea that like church is for sinners. You feel me? Like church is not the place where perfect people go, right? And so there was the idea that I really had to grapple with and be like, none of these people are perfect. Some of them are striving and some of them are, you know, what is it? Um, a wolf in sheep's clothing, right? Um, but the idea is, how do you get your personal relationship with God? Because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. You can go to church, to church, to church, church. Yeah. If you can't have that one-on-one, none of it's going to matter. And so for me, it actually took, being away from the church for a good chunk of time Ooh, to be like girl. oh how do I connect with you you're my creator me too now, and now I'm, I'm blessed to be in a church that I love I love them so much you know what I'm saying and I feel connected I feel held uh, and I feel safe yeah I needed to leave
0: yeah to come back that's beautiful. I, and that that's beautiful. Like just Sunday, I'm I'm always watching Pastor Mike Todd's uh sermons on YouTube and the the sermon that he's that he's doing for the next like I want to say like 10 weeks or so. Like girl, I don't know what came through me Sunday, but I was in my bathroom on my knees crying. That's how good that sermon was and It's just, I mean, God is just so good. Like when you look back over your life to see where you were and how you are now, it's a blessing. It's a, it's, it's a big blessing. God is awesome. God is awesome. And I pray all the time for, especially like when things, you know, start to open back up fully, I just pray that God, you know, really puts me in a church where I can really, give you know give all of my gifts because that's what I want to do you know God bless me with a gift so I want to return my gift back to him and really just pour out my videography photography podcast whatever I can into yeah. the church so I'm just I'm I'm praying for that you know for myself because it's just it's just so important. But girl anyway okay. so um what's next for Sierra? What's what's what you got planned? What what's the next move for you?
1: I don't even know how to say it. damn <laughs> <laughs> Um, A lot of things. So at this point, I'm actually getting ready to drop the link tonight, thankfully. Like, I need to hurry up. But um, as a part of Melanin and Mimosas, I created these love boxes um, that have anything. So the first tier, I think, is 10 items or 11 items. The second tier is 17 items. And then the last tier is 21 items. So it ranges from sage palo santo, a candle, a melanoma, mimosas, notebook, sticky notes, chocolate, um, there's like a loofah, there's facial masks, there's, there are... Too many things to count, <laughs> um, but really just wanting to be able to sell these boxes to really promote self-care at the end of the day, right? Um, a lot of us don't journal and we need to be writing down what's going on in our lives. So a lot of us run to people that we probably shouldn't trust to tell all of our business to instead of just being able to be in the moment, write it down or connect directly with the most high. Um, but the whole idea is how do you sit down and tell yourself you are important? you are so essential to your own livelihood and you can't pour into other people unless you're actually doing what you need to do for yourself. And so take this box and treat yourself, right? And so really, really excited about that. In addition to that, I'm actually getting ready to record some new poems. Uh, I have a video shoot in a couple weeks. So I'll be having some new poems up. My website is almost done what a journey goodness I'm over it (laughs) but yes I'll be able to have my website up so folks can um, see videos but also book me for different gigs I've been performing for eight years now which feels crazy because I'm only 27 Um, I guess I've been performing longer than that but I guess in a professional way Um, And so folks are able to actually book me to teach teach workshops, to just perform on campus, perform at community events, um, and really just excited to be able to be a part of more spaces. Um, And that's kind of the main thing. I am writing some new poems, so possibly um, coming out with a new book, but it's gonna be a while. I'm like really tender about taking my time and resting because child, they don't think black women deserve rest. And we got to tell them that our rest is holy. <laughs> it's
0: important, honey. Yes, ma'am.
1: Yes. So right after this call, I'm going to sleep. <laughs> it, listen, and that time difference, come on, time difference is a very real thing that I'm still getting used to. <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm just excited for all the things to come and all of the partnerships, all of the love. I'm a huge, I, I will say, I, I'm a joy baby. Any In any conversation I'm in, I'm like, what's joy though what are we, where is the joy in the conversation are we going to get to what are we starting with it what is it yeah. um because it's essential to our healing we talk about fighting this war and white supremacy and police brutality all the time and it's so heavy on our bodies and it's yeah. that fight is real and we deserve joy just as much yeah just as much. so that's what i'm up to And sleeping.
0: (laughs) Beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, let the people know how they can um how they can reach you,
1: how they can find you on social media. So go to your Instagram and type in at sign C I E R A. -A J-E-V-A-E. That's Sierra Gervais. You'll find all of the things. You can also go to Melanin and Mimosas, which is Melanin underscore mimosas underscore. It's two underscores because people be like, where y'all at though? underscore underscore but yes that's me thank you so much for having me on thank you for joining great conversation
0: yes this was awesome I, I I will be bringing you back on because you touched on a lot of stuff that I want to talk about on another on a later episode but thank you for taking my call I appreciate it uh thank you listeners for coming back to the conversation room podcast is there anything else you want to say That's it. Have
1: a good night, y'all.
0: All All right. Perfect. All right. Thank you. Hey, Convo listeners. Thank you so much for listening to the Conversation Room podcast with Reese Elise. If you are enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe so you are always notified when there's a new episode. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Conversation Room. Thanks for stepping into The Conversation Room. Talk to y'all in a new episode.